of grace to you and peace from our God and Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Well, dear friends, we all suffer disappointments at times, don't we? Maybe there was a, a specific time when you, you wanted other people to come up alongside of you. You wanted them to, to uplift you and sustain you during a particularly difficult time. And, well, you know, maybe, maybe not knowing what to do or, or say or, or, yeah, just, you know, not caring. They failed you. And so, so there you were, not, not only alone, but going through a difficult trial, going through difficult circumstances, and you just had that extra burden on your shoulders. What would you do? But our text for, for today, we're told uh, about a certain people that were kind of going through that very similar experience. They, they were downtrodden. They were at the end of their rope, so to speak. They were struggling. They were suffering. And the apostles came in and shared Christ with them. <coughs> the report is that their lives were transformed. The, the report is that they came to be some of the strongest Christians in the ancient world. That in the midst of their turmoil, in the midst of, of their suffering, their, their great pain, simply that word of Christ made everything better. Now, what were, were some of the struggles that you've had in, in your life that you maybe are reflecting upon right at this moment? And you say, boy, that was tough. You know, I, I too, you know, have, have my kind of colorful relatives, right? And so we were, were kind of going through a, a hard time. It was about 10 years ago now. And, and yeah, you know, there I was over in, in North Dakota, and as the pastor, I thought, you know, I could come and share with the, the congregation exactly what the issue was, and, you know, people could pray for me. And, and it just seemed like no one really did. Now, certainly it was a, a hard thing, and maybe people didn't know what to say at the time, but I, I, I had a, an uncle um, who, you know, just was, was shot to death in a bar out in California, and right in front of his son, and so, you know, there, there's my uncle, and there's my cousin, and they're together in a bar, and someone walked in, and, and they killed my uncle. Well, of course, my, my uh, cousin, you know, was uh, that, that type of person that wasn't, you know, just going to let that stand and that the police weren't really doing anything about it because, yeah, my, my uncle was in a, a, a motorcycle gang. Sons of Anarchy. And the, the person that, that shot him was a, a Hell's Angel. 
But my, my cousin, you know, got, got involved with that. He wanted to find out, you know, who, who did this to his father. He couldn't, you know, just, just let it stand. His father had been shot and the, the police, you know, weren't really doing anything because, well, rival motorcycle gangs and... And then my, my cousin disappeared. And, and so, you know, maybe you can just imagine from, from my perspective, you know, you know okay, my, my uncle, you know, kind of does bad things and he's in this bad gang, but he's still my uncle, right? And, and you know, I kind of care about him. And my, my cousin now had, has disappeared and I know that he was, you know, looking for the people that murdered his dad. And I took that to the, my congregation. I said, you know, would, would you guys pray for me? Would you guys pray for my family? And there just was like nothing. Have you been there? Right? You, you just felt like there was nothing. You're going through a hard time. You're asking even other Christians for help. And you got let down. Now what is the answer? Now of course for us in Christ, you know, Jesus is that answer, isn't he? You know, the apostles in our text for today, they came into a difficult situation and they proclaimed the risen Christ. Now, Jesus is always the answer, isn't he? And sometimes we, we make up little jokes and sometimes maybe we, we, we make fun of that and, and, well, you know, we kind of look around and, yeah, there's some empty pews. It seems like even some people have gotten tired of hearing about Jesus, doesn't it? And in fact, we see people running for political office that have actually been banned from communion by their own priest, and it's maybe looking like they're going to get in. You know, what does that mean for us in the United States? But here we are, and when we come together, because we want to know the name of Jesus. We come together in the midst of hard times and, and you're saying, how am I going to get through that? Or how am I going to go through the, this uh, thing? Or I, I just got the, the phone call or, or you know, something unexpected just happened. What do I do? Where do I go from here? Don't worry. Be happy. Right? That's what society offers. You know? Oh, you know, just don't think about it, and I'm sure everything will come out right and in the end somehow. But no, we come to the place here today where we find what actually works, don't we? And it's the name of Jesus. Jesus Christ loved us so very much 
that he opened the door to heaven for us. And, and you know, we, we don't like to think about that, but God said, hey, if you want to get into heaven, you have to be perfect. And maybe we want to argue with God. We, oh, God, why did you set the bar so high? Or, oh, God, why do you expect, you know, perfection? Or, or, or God, you know, that's just not fair of you. But, you know, God, God is God. Why shouldn't he be able to make the rule? If you're going to come into heaven, you have to be perfect. I don't want a bunch of corruption in here, messing things up, he says, you know. I don't want a lot of, a lot of sin taking place in, in my holy temple. I want things to be perfect. If you're going to come in here, you have to be perfect, he says. And, and people like it in our present day, they, they stopped trying even, didn't they? You know, sometimes in Israel's history, at least they tried, you know? Sometimes in their history, the, the king himself would come out and read the word of God to the people. They tried sometimes. But at, at you know, another time in history, they, they just didn't care. And they, they built altars to false gods, and they said, oh, hey, let's all get along, and, and you, know, you can worship your God, and I'll hug my tree, and, and you, know, you can worship that statue, and we'll just all get along, and everything will be fine. And God comes into the midst of that and he says, hey, if you want to get in here, you need to be perfect. And you need to put away the false idols. And you need to start doing things right again. And they couldn't do it. Now we understand we're human, right? You know, maybe you resolve, you know, there was that, that time you said, I am going to live perfect this way. No, I, I don't know how far you made it. Maybe you made it all the way from Sunday to Friday night. But then on your way home from work, Friday night, someone cut you off in traffic and out of your mouth came those words. In the spur of the moment. And you said, oh, I missed it. I wasn't perfect. I failed. And because of that, God sent Jesus Christ into this world to open the way to heaven for all believers. You see, now it no longer matters if you're, you're perfect, if you're able to be perfect for, for even a week, for, for five days, because you couldn't do it for a lifetime. That no longer matters because now Jesus Christ paid the price for your sin. You see, now when God sees you walking toward those pearly gates, all he's going to do is look over at Jesus. He's going to see the perfection found in his son. And if you know his son, the gate's going to open. You get to come in. And the tragedy is, on the other hand, if you don't know Jesus, it doesn't matter how good you were. It doesn't matter if you were perfect for the last 365 days. 
And then you died, you know, doing good works in India, helping the leper colony. None of that's going to matter because if Jesus sees you and he doesn't know who you are, the door is shut. You can't get in. But Jesus loves us so much. He keeps extending himself. He keeps telling that, that no good person in India working in the leper colony, he keeps finding ways to try to share his love with that person as well as that biker gang member sitting in a bar somewhere in California. God loves us all the same. He wants the very same thing for each of us, that we would come to know Jesus. I, I think you folks know him. But we have friends and neighbors, don't we? We have relatives, we have people that we care deeply about. They're, they're not present with us today. You say, well, what's the answer? The answer is the same. It's always been, we need to tell them about Jesus. Can you say his name? You know, when you go out in public? Can, can you speak the name Jesus the Christ? When you're at the Walmart talking with somebody? It, it seems almost like it's getting harder, doesn't it? Oh, what will people think or what will people say or, or the name doesn't come easily to my lips. But dear friends, he is the answer, isn't he? In fact, I, I'd maybe like to lay out a challenge. I challenge you to this week just one time Mention the name of Jesus the Christ when you're out in public. When you're talking with your, your co-workers, when you're talking with, with your friends, when you're at some of your clubs, you know, when, when you're just at a restaurant, can you say his name? If you can do it once, well, you can probably do it twice, can't you? Now, if you're in a phone conversation with someone, you know, one time this week, and you mentioned that, you know, you had a hard time like that. And what you found was that Jesus, my Savior, helped me through it, you see. That was the, the wonderful New Testament lesson for today. So in, in summary, once again, you know, the, the apostles that came into that community, people that were hurting, people who were downtrodden, people whose expectations had been broken in the face of reality, people who just were struggling. And the apostles said the name of Jesus. Jesus the Christ died. For your sin. Jesus your Savior knows the pain that you're going through. When Jesus was being crucified, his friends abandoned him 
When Jesus was suffering gravely, his friends turned on him and spit on him and denied him. When Jesus, your Savior, was going through those things, he had you in his mind. He was thinking of you. The joy that was set before him to open the gate of heaven so you could come in was worth it all in his mind. He loved you that much. He loves you still today. Place your burdens in his arms. Allow him to carry you through this difficult time, whatever it might be. Because you will find in Jesus Christ something that is true. Someone who is wonderful. You will find his love. Amen. And may the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be in your hearts and minds now and always. Amen. <laughs>